0: With another episode of Reality After Bedtime. I'm Marquise. And I'm Tori. And we're here to talk about an absolutely insane episode <laughs> of Summer House Martha's Vineyard.
1: Buckle up, it's long. There's yeah. so much happened in this episode.
0: Yeah, lots lots to talk about and go through and all of that. But before we do that, we'll get into our bedtime story. So nothing really specific this time. I think we're just exhausted. If anything. <laughs> it's Correct. summertime is is busy. We're in the midst of moving, so that's always a blur. And right. having a newborn and a two year old and a six and a nine year old is makes it pretty wild. So
1: Yeah. I mean the good thing about moving or the thing that I enjoy is I can throw stuff away.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not hoarders in no. any i have a purger especially
1: when i'm stressed i'm like purge get rid of all of it we don't need anything
0: yeah we'll get rid of it all and nothing twice actually we moved to our current house we just got rid of all of our furniture just sold it all and started over over. yeah
1: i think we kept the baby stuff well now now two-year-old we kept his stuff and like our mattress Yeah, And I feel like that was it. Oh, this bookshelf. That's right here. We kept, we liked the bookshelf. Yeah, (laughs) But everything else was new.
0: Yeah. And we keep, I mean, we keep like memorable things like pictures and. um, Yeah. And
1: they have, there's like a box for that. But I just, I don't like clutter. So that's one thing that's like enjoyable for me about moving is I can kind of like reset our home. But. Yeah. Moving with little ones is hard because it's finding the time yeah. to pack
0: so, yeah and just with work stuff and
1: yeah you're back to work so that was an adjustment for us this week too so that yeah, probably adds yeah. to the
0: yeah feeling My
1: exhausted
0: brain is mush just yeah you know last couple months i've been like helping and cooking and reading and you know just kind of enjoying myself and now it's back to Complex problems at work. And yeah. And so.
1: And the the two little ones and I are having to figure it out, but we're figuring it out. I mean, especially the little one, I just have to like put him in his little baby carrier and continue on with the day because.
0: Yeah.
1: I, then I would literally get nothing done.
0: And luckily I'm working from home. So. Yeah. That.
1: You're still right there. I if, think
0: does help a bit just in, I mean, even transition for me, like it's not like going back to an office. But adjusting back to like meetings and—I
1: mean—that was the hardest part with the two-year-old when you went back to work.
0: I mean, it was only like
1: a week too, so mm-hmm. huge difference. But you were gone from like eight to six, yeah. And by the time you got home, I was like, I just need you to take this baby, yeah, because I am tired of holding this baby. Yeah, so the <laughs> screaming baby <laughs> better
0: transition this time. I think correct.
1: And- but now we have the two-year-old and the newborn together. So it's just like splitting energy, splitting attention, making sure that, you know, the the two-year-old especially, like he is very independent. He'll go play. And the baby is right there and needs my attention. But I'm like, man, I need to, it's like, I don't know. It's just difficult to make sure each of them are getting something and the stuff's getting done in the home and I'm having time to pack. Yeah. So, yeah, it's each a day lot. is like, how did I make it through?
0: Yeah. And just trips and different things coming up too. I'm just trying to prepare Fun for things. it all. And yeah, all good things. So, we're going to spend a week with my family. We're going on vacation for a week. So, that'd be great. For Well, we're going to go, like, one of my sisters isn't able to go on the family vacation. So, we're all going to meet at my dad's house and spend a few days together and stuff there. And then we'll go on vacation after that. So that'll be good, especially because we aren't really seeing each other for Christmas. Every other year we kind of split it to where it's like, we all get together one year with my dad. And then the next year we all kind of split off and do our own thing. So, and we're actually hosting Christmas at our house this year and Tori's family is coming for that. So, yeah.
1: So let's hope we find a nice place to do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely want to have like space just to have people in and host people and stuff. Cause we do enjoy that when it happens. So
1: yeah. Like we, one big thing for us because we live so far away is finding a space that has a guest room and like the right setup for a guest room. And I don't know if everyone has to think of that, you know, especially if your family lives close, you're not thinking of that, but that's yeah. a big thing for us. Or you might be if they searching.
0: just aren't, Crashing at your place all the time. Yeah, maybe
1: they are having a couple yeah. glasses of wine. <laughs> you know.
0: But more so, <laughs> like, we're just thinking about people staying for longer periods of time. Like yeah. Normally, they're coming for at least a week. So, yeah, it's like making sure that they're, coming they're from comfortable
1: 12 hours or more away normally.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, interesting stuff there. And, you know, just trying to keep our mind free. And this is a good release for us, I think, just to be able to talk about something we enjoy and not be caught up in the children
1: yeah this is fun this is like our chance to be adults yeah (laughs) not just parents which i know parents are adults but just like have adult conversation
0: yeah yeah it's it definitely is energizing in a lot of ways but
1: you don't sound very energized
0: (laughs) like i said we're (laughs) exhausted so this is uh this is what you're gonna get (laughs) it's gonna be great it'll get better as i go along and um talk about things but
1: I'm yeah. just grateful that the newborn, who he's not really a newborn anymore. No. He's, he's out of that, actually, barely. But he is, we have a bedtime routine now. And yeah. with our two-year-old, that took a long time to establish. And yeah, with he the just baby, hated being
0: laid down at all. So. Yeah.
1: With the baby, he's, like, just made his own bedtime routine. Like, I yeah. really did, <laughs> didn't do much. Yeah.
0: Well, he's always <laughs> slept well at night. So I feel like yes. that. Yeah, he sleeps well in helpful. his bassinet.
1: Yeah, he likes it. Yeah, spread his arms out. He does not like to be swaddled. So yeah.
0: the first couple weeks I was, would wake up periodically and be like, you need help. And he'd still be sleeping. So yeah, it's just like, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, that is a nice thing about like this newborn specifically is that, or new or new or new or born. Jesus, I can't even speak. Um,
1: <laughs> the infant <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, is that he, has always slept well at night and that's always i feel like the thing people talk about and we've experienced too is like having a tough time at night but now the two-year-old sleeps great at night and the infant is doing well too so
1: yeah most of the time he does really great and i'm grateful for that
0: yeah the two-year-old would just have to deal with all the toddler fun but anyway
1: yeah I just need, I need to, we need to figure out potty training. That's what we need to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nick's big hurdle. He hates the toilet uh, at the moment. So that doesn't help me. He either. sat
1: on it today, but it's because I was like, you're going on the toilet. Well, that was
0: after he had big oh, crap in his pants. So. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So
1: disgusting. I'm like, we have to figure this out because I'm tired of changing. Like I went from changing his poopy diaper to changing the baby's poop di- poopy diaper. And I'm like, I can't be just changing all these poopy diapers all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be clear, I do change poopy diapers. He does. I'm not he, a. Uh, we
1: traded off where I was like, "Here, you take this one. I'm gonna take the." It wasn't that he wasn't changing them. Yeah. It was that that we just traded off so I could get the baby ready for. for just want
0: to make sure it's known I'm not one of those dads who's like, <laughs> "No, I'm never gonna touch your poopy diaper." And no, not all at all. That, I mean, you know?
1: for a while, like I didn't change the two-year-old's diaper at all because you were doing all that and i was doing the baby
0: so it's freaking gross but you know yeah you were you you were taking one for the team because the the
1: breast milk poops aren't as bad as the real food poop. yeah yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. and all of them like up until this point and then the infant will hit it too but you always know when it's time to potty train because their poops just get disgusting like
1: and he knows that he's doing it now yeah like he was squatting in the middle of the living room I'm like are you pooping yeah
0: yeah oh, I'm like t- okay it's yeah we time. we see <laughs> yeah. it we see yeah. you pooping we're just gonna put a toilet in front of you everywhere you walk now so
1: that's what my thing I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a toilet in the living room well I mean we have one in the living room I'm just gonna yeah. make him use it more often
0: yeah we had a couple of podcasts where we didn't talk about our two-year-old pooping but here we, <laughs> here we are again. <laughs> yeah. it's you know we just need
1: isn't there a book everyone poops help. or something like that Yes. Yeah. And that's that's our life right
0: now. Read that constantly. But
1: did that what was that? It was the end of last week. I turned on a bunch of books on YouTube about going to the potty. I just yeah. need to do that again.
0: But anyway, moving on from that. And other fun news we are excited to I guess talk a little bit about where we're gonna be covering next and that is the challenge USA, which is I didn't write down the date. I shouldn't feel
1: August awful. Yeah. 12th? Yeah, and it was like August
0: twelfth? Yeah, I know it's <laughs> like mid August. It's like right in think, the middle of all the things going on. So
1: Yeah, I think we're on vacation and moving. then, but that doesn't matter. We or that doesn't yeah, mean we, we will can't. still it can't be and the twelfth. That's a Saturday. That doesn't make sense. I'll look it up.
0: Yeah. Keep talking. Um but already it looks exciting. Uh a lot better than the last season of the challenge USA, which I was excited about it, oh, it August tenth. You were close.
1: At ten PM. So I will not be watching it until the next day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But very excited about it and just excited about the cast. It looks like there's gonna be lots of freaking drama. There's already lots of Twitter drama already. Happening between Amanda and Tori, which is If you haven't looked at that and you love the challenge like we do, then it's just crazy.
1: Go to Reddit. It's on there. People are talking about it. They have all the threads on there of what happened because both of them have deleted their stuff now. So if you want to see what was said,
0: you have to go to Reddit. It's definitely wild drama. And I just think the cast is a good mix of the OG challenge people and like some you haven't seen in a while, but then also... People from other shows like Big Brother and Survivor and all of that. So, and I feel like that was the downfall of the last Challenge USA was mm-hmm. they didn't have anyone.
1: Yeah, I didn't from have anybody to root the for. Challenge. Like, I didn't so, know who. I was like,
0: Yeah, we don't really watch. Who any are my other people? Like Big Brother or Survivor? No, so, and I is don't plan a to. Realm of reality TV. We just don't really branch out into other than the Challenge. So, yeah, I don't
1: think that those shows are bad. They're just not our yeah. shows.
0: Yeah. So. So I think it'll be good, and I'm excited to see people like Corey back, and I mean Bananas and Wes, and all of them are always great TV. Polly's
1: so, coming back.
0: Yeah, but I think Polly'd be good. I the thing is, like Polly goes. was good TV, like he was great. Like his first like few seasons with challenges, and then him and Car Maria got together, and even they know like their span on War of the Worlds two was god awful. So yeah, so hopefully this is a chance for them to kind of. Redeem themselves on All Stars and
1: yeah, and but they're by themselves instead of being on a season together, and that's probably better.
0: Yeah, I mean, Paulie always kind of looks like a douche to me, but he'll be good TV. So, and he's a great competitor. Like, I think that's a big part of it too. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we're excited to see that come out because it's been a little bit since we've had any challenge shows. Like, it was like all challenged there for a little bit. We yeah, what was what was going. the one that
1: just? It was the one where they were from the different countries. What
0: yeah, that the called? world championship. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: And that one was like, it was okay. It had some of our favorites on it or some of my favorites on it, I guess. But yeah. it's still not the like main show.
0: Yeah. and even The challenges
1: that, I just don't think were great. I guess I should say that.
0: Well, a lot of it felt recycled in a way.
1: Which it kind of was because it was all of the...
0: Well, they just did... All of them put together. Yeah, they just did all the different countries and then they came together for USA and we just had a regular season of the challenge and it just all kind of felt like a blur. So yeah. Yeah. I just, I have lots of thoughts, but we'll talk more about it when we actually get there. But yeah. So that's something to hopefully look forward to if you love the challenge like we do. And of course we'll find other shows too, because we don't only want this to be a challenge podcast. But Correct.
1: Which is why we didn't start with a challenge.
0: Right. So, yeah. So, anyway, we'll get into a good old summer house. So, we're back with our friends at Oak Bluffs. And, I mean, we just come out the gate swinging. Pretty much literally. So,
2: um,
0: (laughs) we are... We find everyone going crazy. And... If yeah. you don't remember, the last episode ended with Phil and Amir going at it because Phil is just being an asshole to everybody. Uh-huh. And so th- at this point, the producers are out like... And well, it's like it's producers
1: just, and like a bodyguard.
0: Yeah, it was just like craziness. And I feel like Amir was escalating things and he mentions that bullying was a big trigger for him and he was bullied growing up because he was black and Lebanese. And had in an, an Urkel vibe essentially. So any kind of bullying really sets him off, which we saw, um mm-hmm. because Phil was basically bullying everyone. Well, and, he
1: like came in like he owned the place. Yeah. And everyone had already established, you know, a little bit of relationships and what their space was. And he was coming in and trying to just
0: Yeah. Do whatever he wanted. And he even walks through all the Like, stuff that Phil was saying. And, like, I mean, it's just very heated. Preston wants Phil to go home. Alex wants Phil to go home. Mm So, Silas mentions Phil hasn't even unpacked yet and has managed to make everyone in the house upset. So, yeah, it's just, it, it is buck wild in the house at the moment. Like, just a crazy opening to an episode. And even, like, watching the end of last episode, like, I didn't even anticipate it to be, like, just as crazy as it was, jumping yeah. into this one, and so the girls they kind of come back in and try to call every, calm everyone down, and Phil goes to another room, another room, and Jordan comes in and talks to him. So and then, her, like
1: '90s girl group outfit she had <laughs> on with her pink bikini and the yeah. pink matching matching pants, I yeah. was like, "Wow, girl, yeah. Destiny's Child over there."
0: Yep. So then Phil starts cussing at her. And she shuts that down. Not about it at all. So, I mean, Phil is just making all the freaking interviews. <laughs> I feel like.
1: Yeah, she, like, came in and wanted to just have a conversation and was trying to, like, open that up for him and allow him to share. Like, hey, what's going on, you know? Yeah. And he just starts cussing at her.
0: Yeah. And then and he's she... like, oh, I just
1: do that when I talk. I'm like, no, it's disrespectful.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if, like, the cameras or, like, being on TV got to him or. Like like he seemed like he had a big personality and just like yeah. it just kinda went awry. And Jordan even helps him see that his logic for shitting in Nick's toilet was completely complete nonsense and made no sense yeah. at all. Because well, it's like well, Nick didn't know that it was your room. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was I mean it it was quote unquote Bria's fault. Like, yeah, sure. But at the same time, it's not her fault that he pooped in the toilet. Yeah. And I just she think like it like, should have just been a room, conversation yeah. when
0: everybody got back. Like everybody was obviously out and Phil just comes in. Luckily, Preston and Mariah were there for him for him to even have people to talk to. But even then, like he was just maybe it would have been better if they weren't there because then he wouldn't have like maybe he felt the I'll need. Yeah. Well, he probably wouldn't have felt the need to like show out for people.
1: Yeah, and stuff. he was marking his territory. Yeah. I mean, literally, he was yeah. pooping instead of peeing, but still he was marking like this was supposed to be my room.
0: Yeah. So then Shanice walks into the conversation. Phil says he called Jordan cute. I think I wrote that wrong. So he <laughs> it, yeah. he's he's talking to Jordan. He basically says something about calling her cute and she just starts laughing at him. And then like it just she just flips on him. At this point, she calls him rude as hell and like, and just like now she's like fired up and yelling at Phil Mm -hmm. also. And he's just pissing off everybody. And I mean, the man like this is in like this kind of setting. I feel like I haven't seen anyone come into a house and just make everyone immediately upset. No, (laughs) I've never
1: seen (laughs) this before. And I mean, there's been times where people, you know, rub the rest of the of the roommates the wrong way and you know there's like a riff but to come in and then instantly be kicked out.
0: <laughs> yeah like just terrorizing everything and we'll get there in a second but like yeah, the dude is hated <laughs> by the house <laughs> and yeah. so then Silas is calling a house meeting. I feel like we side note we see Silas and Jasmine kind of take more of the host role yeah, in this episode which is interesting just because it's like the third episode in and, you know, we are finally seeing them like on camera as hosts, even though like it's been implied and we've been talked about like, oh, are they the host and stuff? Like they actually talk about it more and like kind of take on that role in a, a lot in more. A, in so, a
1: time where it's not really fun to be doing that, like yeah. it's fun to hire the caterer and plan yeah. a dinner and do all that kind of stuff, but... Now they're having to have hard conversations with people. Yeah. And that's not fun.
0: Yeah. So then so let's start sitting everybody down. It takes a little while for everybody to get there, but he holds <laughs> it. Also,
1: a put- not everyone is there. Mariah was not included in yep. this. And I was like, Oh, it's not yep. gonna go well.
0: Which Well, yeah, it just was like she It, comes it was in. like she I was an afterthought she and walks she walks in later when Phil's yeah. in time out.
1: She wasn't even invited to the to the house meeting.
0: But I think that Phil also should have been a part of the conversation.
1: I don't. Th- that, but if you see the producers make him stay in there, they tell him he can't go.
0: No, but I just mean like in the sense of, I think that like even if he wasn't allowed to say anything else, like if he start if it started to go awry again, like hey everybody sit down shut up we're gonna have an actual meeting mm-hmm. and stuff like, I think just for the sense of like. Give the man another chance to say something. If he talks out his butt again, then kick him out, kind of deal, with everyone in the room. But we don't know. Maybe he
1: did, and they just like
0: yeah. I mean, we have
1: we have no idea. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason that they made him stay in the other room. Yeah, probably because the house meeting wasn't going to be productive with him in there, anyways. Yeah,
0: probably. I mean, nothing else had been. (laughs) So then Silas pulls out a football. And talks oh about using the football, and it's like we're adults; we don't need that. This um, thing. But I did put down that it is a good technique. Like I've seen therapists use, like a pin for like people in relationships and stuff. And if everyone's actually willing to listen, it's a good idea because then you kind of get that. But I don't think it was that kind of meeting to where it was like it
1: was silly. <laughs> I I remember when we were kids at my grandma's house, we would sit around that table in the dining room, like all of us, all eleven of us. <laughs> And pass around the salt shaker. And whoever had the salt shaker was who could talk. Because there were so many of us that all wanted to talk over each other. Yeah. But then it would end up that we would just make fun of one of my cousins. I'm like, that's so awful. But that's what it would turn into. But that's what reminded me of when he said that football. I was like, oh, it's the salt shaker.
0: Yeah. But Nick was not about it at all. So no football. So yeah, then we get to Phil being in time out in the kitchen. And Mariah walks in and doesn't even know what the hell is happening. She's just kind of chatted it up with Phil, a like, oh, looks like- your room, <laughs> yeah. like, what's going on? So I definitely agree, like, someone should have gone and, like, found her or, like, told her, like, hey, we're having a house meeting and stuff. Because, yeah, because
1: someone went and got Bria, who was in bed.
0: Yeah. So that part was shady, especially with what's coming. And so Silas asks for everyone in favor of Phil leaving the house to raise their hand. And they all do. Everyone does. Like, every single person in the house raised their hand. And Jasmine says, whoever invited Phil has to talk. No,
1: she says, whoever invited Phil needs to talk to (laughs) Phil. I was like, why is she saying his name like that?
0: Yeah. I
1: didn't get that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, she's, like, basically passes that off to whoever invited him, which is Bria.
1: Which then is thrown back in her face, but that's okay. Yeah,
0: Bria (laughs) says she also wants to go home because of all the drama and doesn't feel like the issue with Mariah was resolved. And she says, if her friend has to go, Jasmine's friend has to go. Mm-hmm. And she's now voting for Mariah to also leave. So n- then we cut to Mar- Phil and Mariah just having a great time in timeout. Like Mariah's yeah. just in timeout and doesn't even know it.
1: She wants, what does she say? It says Sazon or something? <laughs> yeah, she wants
0: Sazon. To yeah. <laughs> Phil was pretty funny in this moment. Mm-hmm. but uh, I think
1: he is funny. I was like, if he just wouldn't have pooped in the toilet and made it such a big deal. He would have been great TV.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was he was
1: he was great TV He would have continued to be, he was I that, guess. So,
0: yeah. I. But that's what I mean. Like, I think that... I just think this got really blown out of proportion. Yeah. Uh,
1: and late at night. I'm like, y'all, go to bed. Yeah, talk they about had tomorrow. all been out and What was it, like 2 o'clock in the morning? Like, go to bed. Probably something
0: stupid like that. But, so, Silas is now saying that Mariah has to leave because she put hands on someone... And Jasmine says she will have to have the conversation with Mariah and tell her that she's no longer a member of the vacation home. And so it's just a this whole was lot funny of freaking drama. Because like,
1: Jasmine is the one who is telling Bria that she needed to talk to Phil because she invited Phil. Well, now <laughs> she has to talk to Mariah yep. because she invited Mariah.
0: Yeah. And I just think all of this is like, like, for one, it definitely wasn't fair to Mariah. And that this continues to come back up. But I think like, like, she wasn't included in the conversation. Yeah. I I think even watching back, like, I didn't see her actually put her hands on Bria.
1: She shoved, the, like, the stuff at her.
0: Yeah. But then, like, I think Bria kind of did the same thing. So. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, they were in each other's face, for yeah. sure.
0: But I think all of this is, like, in a lot of ways, just normal reality TV drama to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, for them to, like, vote people out of the house. Especially because it sounded like they all kind of paid to be there, it seems a little bit like BS to me that they had to leave. Especially Mariah, like I don't think I think that her like situation got treated like Phil. Like it all got lumped in the same bucket and it wasn't the mm-hmm. same thing. Well, I think at Bria
1: all. used the leverage of Phil was getting kicked out, like her friend was getting kicked out, and so now she was going to use that of like your friend should also be kicked out because she put her hands on me.
0: Yeah. And it should have it been a conversation. It wasn't a conversation for the whole house. Like, Phil legit terrorized every single person in the house mm-hmm. in, like, the matter of 15 minutes. And Mariah, like, yes, the drama happened while they were all leaving. But it was between Mariah and Bria. And it had been between Mariah and Bria even from the time they had to talk about the dog mm-hmm. in the first episode. So I think it just got blown out of proportion. I don't think it was fair.
1: Yeah. Well, Silas says that, like, you know, does everyone agree that if someone physically assaults someone in the house, they have to go? And I was like, she didn't physically assault her.
0: Yeah. It wasn't like she, like, smacked her or any of that. It was She shoved the towels at and her. And
1: that kind of stuff happens in other reality, t- like, TV shows where people do slap and do, like, get in altercations. Like, think about Siesta Key.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: what well, Amanda, was it Amanda that broke, um... Yeah, Chloe's nose. Is that what the it was, hell out of Chloe?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like
1: the first season, <laughs> and both of them were still on the show. Yeah. So,
0: but I mean, then it's you not have a like, like good thing. A like, CT I'm not who is like chasing people down and yeah, stuff like I'm that. I'm not and, like,
1: condoning violence. I'm just yeah. saying that it's not like totally crazy for there to be arguments.
0: Yeah, like, emotions are heated. Like, yeah, and and this
1: just doesn't. This just seems very minuscule on the scale. Yeah,
0: That's what I'm saying. Well, and it's very one sided. I think yeah. it. Basically became a thing of like Jordan was talking about how she didn't agree, like she was with Mariah, but then she didn't stand for this part of it, and Bria was just upset. I think Bria was just upset because no one made a big deal about it, and so she's like, "Well, I'm gonna make a big, really big deal about mm-hmm. it and get Mariah kicked out." So I think it just wasn't wasn't right, and I think it should have been a more conversation. So. Anyway, we have... But then even the interesting thing is, like, Jasmine even says, like, she didn't see Mariah. Like, she wasn't there for the beginning of it, which Mm -hmm. I feel like she was there the whole time. So, I don't know. But she basically says, like, she didn't see Mariah do it. So, I feel like even that's a more of a conversation. But we get the aftermath of all this. Brius is to talk to Phil on the couch in the living room, and he just doesn't take it well. And... Everyone's eavesdropping and running around like little kids, I feel mm-hmm. like, during this. Well, Jordan,
1: um, Jordan and Shanice both mentioned that they were like excited for Phil to be there and they liked his energy and they thought that he was going to be, you know, bring something new to the house. And
0: yeah, now um, he's leaving. And so then the car just pulls up and Phil leaves. So I put he this is as crazy in all caps. Out. He has <laughs> so, walked out. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's just wild.
1: He didn't have to pack because he hadn't unpacked. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess that's why he left so quickly. Yeah, But they yeah, they called somebody up and he was gone.
1: Which was, was kind of crazy that he left that night.
0: Yeah. So then Bria is very upset and goes to her room. Slams her door. Jasmine is freaking out because of the conversation she has to have with Mariah. She sits down with her and tells her that she has to go home and feels that as the host Jasmine I feels that, as the host, this is the best course of action.
1: Yeah, I thought Jasmine, like how she explained it, she did it Fairly well for not having, like, a ton of time to prep herself and to, like, it's late at night and all of that. She didn't want to do it.
0: Well, I, I her, her and are really good friends, so I think, a, that's like. That's the
1: thing. They're, like, she says they're best friends, but they're also, like, coworkers. Like, they they have their TV show together that they're working on. Right. How awkward to be like, yeah, you have to leave.
0: And they, like, stayed in the car together. Yeah. They've been through all these things. And so. Like,
1: probably really close, like, intimate relationship. Not, you know what I mean.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, they've just, like, known each other for a long time and been through a lot of stuff together. Yeah. And so, like, I'm sure Mariah feels pretty jaded about this because, like, how could you do this in a way, you know, and not even invite me into the conversation, which they at the minimum could have done for. Her. So
1: I agree. And and Jordan or not Jordan, Jasmine already feels like she's in this like kind of cautious place with her friends where I, you know, I'm just getting married, I'm trying to figure out what friendships look like and now I'm having to have this conversation with one of my best friends like am I harming another friendship? Yeah. And I think not just the conversation, but all of the actions leading up to it are harming her friendship with Mariah. Yeah. Like not including her in the conversation and talking about her with her not there. Yeah. That's going to harm your friendship.
0: Yeah. Well, and like no one's really considering like probably what Mariah's even going through because we just had the moon. Moon mass. Yeah. The moon mass and nobody was about that. So she was hurt. Buy that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Tried to be vulnerable with the house. Then all the stuff happened with the freaking dog stuff and towels. And Bria, like, went out, tried to have a good time. Then, I mean, all of this happens in, you know, a matter of, like, six hours or something like that. And, you know, she is getting sent home. So, yeah, pretty awful. I feel for her and hate it for her, but...
1: I didn't really agree with her leaving, but. Yeah.
0: Seemed pretty dumb in the grand scheme of things.
1: Like, her yeah. and Bria didn't even have a conversation.
0: Like, yeah, there was no like mediation. There was nothing. It was just like, I want people this to People just told happen, Jasmine so. they wanted yeah. her to go and then she was out. So, mm-hmm. pretty crappy. So, then after this, we go upstairs. Shanice is up there and asking Preston where Mir is because she wants to F him.
1: <laughs> this part, this whole part, I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: yeah. So then she goes to take a shower. Amir comes up.
1: Which, which, like, why is she in Preston's room taking a shower? Like, I'm wondering, they have to share a bathroom, maybe?
0: I don't know. Because I feel like that was her room. So I think, like, they're. Oh, do in, they have, like, like, like
1: conjoining, like, yeah, the, bathroom the bathroom is in between. What's in it called? Like a like Jack, Jack and Jill? And Jill. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So Amir comes up i guess he doesn't have a bathroom so mm-hmm. he's going up there to use that he bathroom. looks
1: like he's in like an office space because he has glass doors <laughs> right
0: <laughs> so he knocks on the door and announces like himself or whatever
1: yeah she says who is it?" and he's like yeah. i here
0: and she comes out with her shirt well, she tells-
1: no first she says come in
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. i said that like in the subtitle she said <laughs> come God. in yeah
0: so she comes out in just a thong and of course she did and she's just like, it's just boobs.
1: Oh, they're just boobs. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm he's like, like, no, they're ditched. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> He does say that. He's
1: like, but, but to me, I'm like, you can't just come out for one. Okay, this is what I'm confused about. She goes in in her swimming suit. And she comes out in a thong. When did this thong come into the equation? Because I guess
0: she felt like she couldn't be fully naked.
1: It, yeah, but why not put your swimsuit back on instead of... Because she wanted
0: that, she wanted him to get excited and join her in the I shower. I get it.
1: But, like, your clean thong, I'm assuming that's what she brought in there to, like, put on afterwards. I'm just going to make that assumption. <laughs> and she puts that on instead of the swimsuit she just took off. She hasn't taken a shower yet because she says, like, oh, I just need, like, 10 minutes. But she tries to stand there and have a conversation with these two men, which I understand that Preston is gay. But she's just, like, boobs out. Yeah. I'm like... The only time your boobs should just be out like that is if you're breastfeeding. Like Oh my God you're popping your boobs out like that and like trying to talk to somebody.
0: <laughs> like Old mom over here.
1: <laughs> well, no, I mean, like it makes sense with like you're talking to somebody and you know, but your boobs still isn't just hanging out at that point. Yes, she is she's deliberately just, doing she this. She just
0: had a conversation with Preston talking about how she wanted to. Oh yeah, no, this is very
1: deliberate. So, like she's coming back out. So like Her boobs oh, are out. So
0: she's just like, does, she wants to send the message that this is what I want from you. So.
1: I, I wouldn't even do this like female friends. Like, I wouldn't just be like, oh, here I am. here's my boobs.
0: Some people are. I mean, I mean, some people think are, that, like, they are, but I she's just also, would not. Shanice seems just very impulsive anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, I'm just going to go out there and like, and send this message, essentially, that I want you, I want you to want me join me in the shower. Yeah. Let's have sex.
1: Like, let me tempt you with my boobies. Yeah.
0: And even Amir says 21-year-old self would have gone for it. Correct, But he has a crush on Jordan and doesn't think sleeping with her best friend in the same house is a good Mm -hmm. idea. So, like, he even knew, like, okay, like, this is the message he's trying to send. And a younger me would have even gone for this. But out of respect for Jordan and my, like, the relationship I'm trying to build there, I'm not going to do it. So I think that was mature of him, at least.
1: My favorite part was when they both look up at the camera and he was like, If you if you got that nod twice and the camera like goes up and down twice. Yeah, and funny. and then he looks at the camera again at the end He was like, I didn't do anything. Like he was he wanted the camera to get that he said no and that he didn't go in there in case yeah. like Shanice trying to say yeah, something and, different. In
0: case anything didn't like comes up later mm-hmm. or at the reunion or anything. If well I don't even know if they're gonna have a reunion because they haven't yet. So
1: Oh, did you see this is hot off the press. They it was renewed for season two.
0: Oh no I didn't. I've I've been trying to stay away from like the current events on it just because like Well it just we came up on that. like
1: I haven't read any of like I don't read the Reddit threads or like look at anybody's social media but it like came up on Bravo thing that I saw just that it was renewed for a second season and that they will be recording this the end of the summer.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll be watching. <laughs> so then we go to the next day. And we see Nick texting mystery lady. Mystery lady. <laughs> it's like,
1: I had to pause it because I was like, who is he texting? And yeah, I had I to go back a couple times. Really little. It said mystery lady. Yeah.
0: And he says he's going for a run and wants to face and asks, she wants to FaceTime later. And
1: but she, we don't see them FaceTiming.
0: No, but she replies back with a yes and a kissy face. So, yeah, then Amir goes and oh, we do see him go out for his run. So that's what he's doing. Amir goes and talks to Mariah. Because she's packing up. She at least got to stay tonight. So mm-hmm. Amir goes and talks to her and says he feels bad for her for being forced out of the house. And I used to put on this, I was like, does this happen on the regular summer house? It's pretty crazy that they kicked them out to me. <laughs> <was what laughs> I at the, at I'm point. trying
1: to remember if anyone was kicked out.
0: I just feel like during... for these kind of shows, like, it has, you have to do something like absolutely off the wall for a reality TV like drama show.
1: I think the only thing I can think of is... In early on, one of the girls is not invited back, but she's not like like a so like in summer house. They all like certain people pay and like split the cost of the house, and then other people are like friends of yeah. kind of thing.
0: Well, that's my thought here. So, so this, this was that's a what friend. it sounded like was that these people had to pay to mm-hmm. be at the house. So yeah. like, which
1: they probably did. Yeah, so they like split the cost.
0: Yeah. So and, it's weird to me that like they're saying you can't stay here it's like why can't you just all be adults and like figure your shit out yeah it did
1: happen it did happen one time where they they were at a winery and they had like a house meeting and then the person that was not invited back wasn't someone that was like a paying guest it was like a friend of yeah and she was told not to come back the next weekend but it wasn't and it was that she was having an argument with one specific person Yeah. Lindsay.
2: (laughs) Not am
0: not getting into that. But yeah, I just think like, I think Mariah like came in as kind of more of like one of the core people, even if she's a friend of Jasmine, but she's kind of a friend of a few people in there. And I feel like she got kind of jaded, but I feel like Phil was definitely more of like, oh, he's a friend of Shanice and Bria Uh kind of deal. And
1: other people had talked to him, but had never met him.
0: Right and so like he was obviously creating a toxic environment Mm -hmm. immediately i agree with the phil thing yeah but that's what i mean they're different buckets but i feel like they just got lumped into the same thing and i don't think mariah deserved that i can we could talk about it all night but uh, i won't so then we see bria facetiming the german boyfriend she says phil embarrassed her and that he is normally like that Mm -hmm. i guess she was like he's Normally, like the friend that you want to be around, that's super fun, all that. And she didn't even know like who that guy was. Yeah. That came the night before. Jasmine comes in, gives Mariah a hug. We're kind of back and forth on like everyone dealing with the aftermath of last night. Mm-hmm. So, Jasmine comes in, gives Mariah hugs, a hug, and talks to her as she's packing up. Not really like, I don't think anything super pertinent said here or most of like these conversations. Shanice calls Phil. Tells him that he owes everyone an apology. He basically gives everybody the middle finger and hangs up <laughs> through the phone. Yeah. And then we hear from Mariah. She says that she's mourning her friendships. She says they forgot who she truly is and had the conversation without her. And yeah, I just kind of same things I've been resonating that I feel for. Her and I think this is one of those things that should have been more of a conversation and was treated on the same level as the stuff I feel when it wasn't. Yeah. And then she gets in the car and leaves. So.
1: And, you know, the on the morning, her friendships thing, she said it the night before, they were comfortable with having a conversation about her without her. And that's where I think that she's like, hey, is this really a friendship that I want to have? And I don't know if Jasmine knows, like, at what level Mariah is feeling that, you know? Yeah. Because she says something... When Jasmine gives her a hug, that it kind of hints at it, and then Jasmine gives her, it's like I'm gonna give you some space, but even
0: Jasmine said in the last episode when they were at the club, she's like, I feel like I'm the only advocate for Mariah at the mm -hmm. moment, and like she's going through something. I don't know what it is, but I feel like she's going through something. And I mean, Mariah broke down in the kitchen talking to Preston after the whole Bria thing. So I think there's just a lot of things that she's dealing with personally and i think that she was trying to be vulnerable in some ways with the moon mass thing and even probably just coming to this thing with her son being like leaving her son Mm -hmm. and stuff as well so like i feel like there's lots of things that probably weren't even taken into account and like she's trying to come do this thing have a good time and be there with like friends and like then all this stuff kind of blows up in her face. So, yeah. yeah. I just feel like she got the really, really hard end of the deal and didn't deserve it. So, Agreed. Yeah. So then we go to later that day, Amir's, it's like afternoon, um, Amir is fixing curtains in the house randomly yeah. <laughs> on a ladder. I
1: think they're in his room. I think I'm wondering if the sun like shines in really bright in his room and he wanted to
0: block yeah. it out. But based on the conversations in the kitchen, it sounds like he's just randomly doing stuff like that all yeah. the time. So while he's carrying a ladder to put it away, he hears, overhears Jordan, Jasmine, Shanice, and Silas talking in the kitchen. And he admits that he's the one who put the dog stuff in <laughs> with the towels. <laughs> <laughs> I put, what the hell? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> like, he's like, or you just, you know, accidentally throw this in here? I'm like, oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. And so. He said he was just
1: trying to do the laundry.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I like feel for him in this, this situation too, because I'm like I would would have had a hard time trying to get in the middle. Of whatever well, yeah, they, the heck they was show the clip, well. and he's
1: like, "Uh, uh, mm, uh <laughs> no nope, yeah, There's it is no way you can interject way beyond mm-hmm.
0: anything he could have said. So, yeah. So I, <laughs> I just thought, wow, this guy. So then they're chatting. Sounds like they're gonna have field day or something. Yeah, uh, field day. And so.
1: All Shanice cares about is the alcohol. She's got her truly, oh, yeah. and she just wants to know if they're bringing alcohol. Yeah. And it's just yeah,
0: she's constantly she double-fisting it with one hand with alcohol and another to with water. water. Mm-hmm. So dehydrate, dehydrate. Um, <laughs> but
1: she has come to party, but she's also only there for the weekend, so she's like, I gotta live it up.
0: Yeah, she said when she got there, that she wants to hook up, blackout, and like just do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. So then. Alex, he goes to his room, starts meditating. He yeah. talked about.
1: Well, they were like, we're, you know, they're getting all getting ready to go. He's like, well, I'm going to go journal and meditate. Like, we can leave in 20 minutes. I'm like, oh my yeah.
0: God. So everyone's going to wait for you to do
1: those things, or?
0: <laughs> yeah. After he, he just did like yoga and stuff out yeah, in the yard and everything, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the man is very much about his self and mental care. Yeah. Um, and so. Not a
1: bad thing. Just kind of funny. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'd probably be pretty annoyed if someone's like like you, I
1: would be annoyed if someone's like, yeah, I need to go meditate. We can leave when I'm done. I'd be like, really?
0: Yeah. Really? You've had all this time. What what the heck have you been doing?
1: Yeah. You can meditate Um, in the car. Okay. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Anyway, still, glad he's doing it. It's important. Um, (laughs) And he talks about how you want to stop being an F boy Mm -hmm. and be a better person. So that's why he basically started doing all this journaling and all that. His so
1: affirmations and stuff that he was doing in the mirror.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it seemed like it's it's something that is helpful for him, and we kind of a little bit of a conversation about this earlier. But like, I think it's important, like especially for guys to or men or whatever to like really get in touch, with, like with their emotions, and even just like. Like this kind of stuff of like soul searching in a way. I don't know what you would call it, but whether it be meditating or whatever, but really like understanding your emotions Mm -hmm. and And embracing. Like instead of like trying to throw it into like toxic masculinity or Mm -hmm. like this idea.
1: Like you can uh, only be like angry. That's the emotion you're allowed to have versus like, or you just gotta be
0: manly, whatever that means, you know, and like. (laughs) I feel like that's a big thing at the moment, you know, like, you gotta be a man, and, and, you know, you can only eat raw meat and and (laughs) never cry, (laughs) so, and, you know, and that's how men or boys grow to be awful men, so, anyway, so then he gets done, they're about to leave, and he he tells Shanice Ramley that he wants personal space today, and... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> this was so random yeah you
0: know, she goes she's like what did I do and yeah
1: like what does that even mean he's
0: like you grabbed me last night and like well, it was all over me and stuff and like we see a clip of like her like touching his hand like
1: grabbing his hand <laughs> like when he's like gesturing with it or yeah. something like and that And she, she
0: just seems like a very like extrovert, like extroverted yeah. like physical Touchy touch dilly. yeah mm-hmm. like just wants to be fun and like I know people like that and like I'm not big on like being touched and stuff, either like randomly, but at the same time, I know like some people are just fun like that. So you just gotta go with it. But there's obviously more She's to it. She's not
1: grabbing him like when sh- when he said that. I'm like, oh, like is yeah. She it just, seemed like, like she was grabbing like, his butt or something. Yeah, like?
0: like she was just. It seemed like someone had told a joke or something, and then you know how you just reach out to somebody and it's like ah. <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: that's what it looked like. <laughs> but anyway, so there's obviously more to it, especially in his confessional, mm-hmm. and he's saying like that he's heard something about Shanice and production asks about it. And he just says, it's not his business at this it's moment.
1: like, but you brought it up. Yeah.
0: But let's talk about it. <laughs> so, yeah. and he says that he feels that she's his type, but based on what he was saying earlier, he sees that she isn't good for him right now. So, um, which I mean, I would
1: agree with just how <laughs> they are embracing their time in the house. Yeah. Very different.
0: Oh yeah. Totally different. So, We jumped to the cars on the way to the field day activity, and so we got kind of a girls and Preston car and the rest of the guys guys Mm -hmm. in the car, which is pretty much how, like, the girls have a bigger car, because there's more of them. So Shanice brings up what Alex said at the house. Jordan looks annoyed and tells Shanice that she needs to bring the stuff up in the moment Mm -hmm. because now it's uncomfortable, and what are they supposed to do about it, essentially?
1: Jordan just sounds annoyed because of everything that's been happening. Like, just talk about it with the person instead of talking about it.
0: Yeah. Like, Don't beat around the bush. Yeah. Though, I feel like she just needs to do that with Amir, mirror, but... Another conversation for another day. Then we jump to the guys. Car, Amir tells the guys that he saw Shanice's
1: boobs. (laughs) Yeah, he's
0: just like, I saw Shanice's boobs. I guess Alex said something about Shanice or whatever, and he's like, I saw her boobs. (laughs) So he's Mm -hmm. like, there's worse things that have happened. And I guess they're asking like, oh, what do you think about her? And he says that he's very interested in Jordan. If anyone else is attracted to Jordan. And Jasmine's house, I don't know what train they're on. But they just need to hop off of it. With all this asking people. Like trying to get all these relationships together. and This
1: part was funny though. Because they all were like. Yeah. I'm attracted to <laughs> No. Jordan. Yeah.
0: Alex was like. We're all attracted to her. Mm-hmm. So. I think Jordan's playing hard to get. So. I think that's like. Probably what they're most attracted to. Yeah. And stuff as well. As Jordan kind of is that. very pretty though. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's definitely that. But I think like. She and also is. She was there. Is
1: she yeah she's not like Shanice is, is being like she she's being herself but she's very energetic she's out there she's like having a good time she's in, just different. putting herself out there
2: yeah
1: and she and Jordan is not she's more reserved and she's still having a good time but she's not like showing herself as being available like Shanice is and so I think that gravitating towards Jordan. Yeah, but Jordan was also there first, so I think that they have yeah, had more time to, to get yeah.
0: but she's also made it clear that like she isn't she isn't going for anyone who is just gonna come after her because of how she looks. Yep. so she's and even she says she's like I know I'm pretty, so mm-hmm. we need to get past that. But so they all tell Alex that he seems very intellectual about his relationships, and Nick says he needs an erudite. I looked up these words. Uh, yeah, please. I was like, <laughs> Erudite is having or showing great knowledge and learning. And they all agree that Alex is a sapiosexual, which basically means you find intelligence sexually attractive or arousing. So,
1: and he agrees that he is yeah, that. All about it. Yeah.
0: Nick says him and Jordan have an instant brother sister vibe.
1: Now <laughs> he's guy. saying that. Yeah. I'm like Nick this is, is not what you said shit the
0: whole mo- the whole episode like the last two
1: episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, where
1: is this coming from?
0: Yeah. And then we see Silas basically say like Nick never shoots his shot in person and he'll be all up in people's DMs and yeah, every other form of media essentially Alex says Nick is being intellectually dishonest and ruminating on something else which we know there's a mystery lady so <laughs> Miss we'll yep. find out more about that hopefully later in the episode. We get to the beach. Jasmine says that her and Silas put together the itinerary for the trip. Um and I put I think they did a good job like planning out activities and mm-hmm. I'm sure they probably had a little help with things, but
1: I'm sure production helped plan stuff.
0: Yeah. But I think like they've done a good job like planning out activities and giving people downtime and all that. So kudos on that because I'm sure it had to be a doozy to plan for all those people and yeah. doing it on a TV show. So, Nick and Alex are walking on the beach, kind of as everyone's getting ready and Nick says he's tired of people asking if he's interested in Jordan or Shanice. And I put but he has also been talking about how he was interested in them and slitting their DMs before Mystery Girl showed up. So, mm-hmm. don't really understand his logic there, and he thinks that Jasmine and Silas want another couple to hang out with, which I agree with. I mean, he tells Alex that he's going to have to drop a bomb. So, whatever the heck that means, yeah, I do I agree. He's going to be
1: so upset that you're dating someone. Oh no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the girls will be devastated.
0: Yeah, and his comment about Jasmine and Silas, like, I agree with it. I think like. Obviously, they probably want, like, another couple, especially, like, a married couple to kind of, like, they probably just want to find people to relate to. And right now, like, they probably don't feel that, especially Jasmine, like, kind of in this transition space of, like, I have these friends that I've known for a long time, but they're all still single, so they're Mm -hmm. just living a different lifestyle than I am. And, of course, Silas wants to be around more, like, married people, so Jasmine stops hanging out. Two a, two three a.m. You know, and booty popping and everything else that mm-hmm. he thinks that she's doing out there. So, yeah. So I think that it's it's natural as a couple, especially a married couple, even more so when you get kids uh, to like want to have other people that you can just talk to and mm-hmm. be adults with, but they have similarities. So, anyway. So then Bria tells Shanice that she needs to go talk to Alex. And she doesn't yet. But Jasmine stands up, gives a little history lesson on the vineyard and the word melanin. And I thought that was a, this was interesting that, like, the word kind of comes from, like, the skin. Yeah,
1: I thought it was the name like of the ink. beach. Huh? The name of the beach.
0: I thought she was saying the word melanin.
1: No, I thought she was talking about the name of the beach.
0: What's the name of the beach? Oh, uh,
1: well, let me double check. I wrote this down. I'm like, <laughs> now you're questioning me over here. Yeah, I thought she was saying that. She said white folks said that melanin looked like the color of ink. So it's Inkwell Beach.
0: I missed that. I yeah, she was- well,
1: the, when she first said it, when she said the name of the beach, like I remember her them saying it, I think maybe in the first episode. And that's it like came back to me. But that's what she was talking about. That's why it's called that. It's because the the color of their skin. They said it looked like ink.
0: So it's called Inkwell Beach. I don't know. She was saying. <laughs> I thought she was talking about the word melanin. So.
1: No, she said melanin, but she said that she said white folks said their melanin looked like the color of ink. So they called the the beach Inkwell Beach.
0: Well, whatever she said. <laughs> She's given a history lesson. Amir talks about how his history books in Texas were limited. Mm -hmm. And that this experience is cool for him to learn about black history with other black people. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that is nice. And we've kind of talked about like even what you learn in like North and stuff is Mm -hmm. different than like what I got with an education in the South. And like how some of those things just get kind of swept under the rug. (laughs) especially Because it's so close to home. I mean, we've Uh, talked
1: about it like mainly with the oldest because he's really the only one that. Is old enough and has shown a lot of curiosity around like Black History Mm -hmm. and has questions and all of that. And I'm like, "Have you not learned about this yet?" He's like, "No." Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. We try to make sure that a lot of those things are that we expose them when they're with us to Black History and like their ancestry and Mm -hmm. all of that. So,
1: and not shy away from difficult topics that yeah. then they can ask questions about
0: yeah and one thing i found with kids is like family is a hard concept oh for yeah kids like understanding even just past like grandparents parents siblings <laughs> You yeah. get into like you get
1: into aunts and uncles anybody and... else
0: <laughs> cousins I and all of that or even like just well they remember different sides of family yeah. like uh, like my side of the family versus Tori's side of the, side of the family mm-hmm. and getting into all of that and yeah, it's they know quite who the They know
1: who their two cousins are that are their best friends. Right. And they know who they are. <laughs> yeah. And after that I have to like relate everyone to them. Yeah, That's their mom. That's their dad. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, you remember them? Nope. Okay. Well, let's try to find another route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Let me show you a picture. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyway, we get into the field day a little bit Jordan and Nick are picked as the captains for the day. So then we get Nick's team, who is consisted of Amir, Alex, Bria, Jasmine, and Coach Milo. And then <laughs> Coach Milo. Jordan's team is Shanice Salin, Silas and Preston. I'm also, sure.
1: I saw that Preston is from Ohio. It said Dayton, Ohio. I was like, what? What? I missed that. I don't know. Maybe that was the first time. Where that, they were from. Well, they showed all those things, and I missed them. But I saw that, and I was like, wait a second. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. So, interesting
0: there fact. There you go. I think that maybe he did bring it up, maybe in, like, the first episode.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. But I saw I that, that, that it said either. Dayton, and that's where I was like, oh, yeah, went to school there.
0: So then we get into the games. I think the games were were well, like, picked out. Like, these were seemed pretty fun, especially as they went along. But the first one's tug-of-war. Knicks team wins. We get a three-legged race. Nick's team also wins. Um uh, Flip Cup Dizzy Ball. <laughs> dizzy bat. Dizzy bat. She said Dizzy ball.
1: It's Dizzy Bat. The no game way. is Dizzy Bat. I don't know why she said Dizzy Ball.
0: Well, she must I mean,
1: I guess dizzy. I've never called it Dizzy Ball. Maybe that's another name for it. Only ever called a Dizzy
0: bat. So okay. Yeah, well they had to do they had to do quite a bit of things. They had to spin. I think Yeah, the, Dizzy
1: bat is you spin around and then you try to well, hit I know the ball. what
0: Dizzy bat is. But like
1: and then you had to flip
0: cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: At the same. It was like a relay.
0: Yeah. So it looked like it was pretty hilarious. Jordan's team won this one. Then we had the, they didn't name this one, but I called it the water cup blindfold fill. <laughs> <laughs> I put pouring water
1: blindfolded. I <laughs> Just described what they were doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, it, it looked like a fun game. They it did. sat down and like,
1: that's something uh, you could do uh, like even with kids. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were
0: blindfolded and they had to fill the cup behind them. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: Everyone was blindfolded.
0: Yeah. So that'd be... Uh, that's a good, like, summer, like, pool game. Uh, yeah, I think sure. so. And so then the last last game's a tie. So then they tell the captains that they have to decide who the winner is. And then they decide that it's just a tie in general. And that doesn't make any I, that sense, That was so freaking lame. That would not...
1: <laughs> like, then Nick's team would have won because they won the first two.
0: Yeah. And then so I was like, they technically won the sense. last game. And then Jordan's team... Like, with the tie, like, you just, that just cancels out, so.
1: Correct. So, yeah. Nick's team still won,
0: but they're like,
1: oh, it's a tie. We all won. Yeah. Like,
0: lame. Boo. <laughs> Get out of here. Where's
1: the competition?
0: Yeah. So, Amir, after this decision, thinks Nick is lying about his thoughts on Jordan, and he decides to take a shirtless run on the beach. You mean trapping.
1: he's filming his thirst traps <laughs> yeah. for his social media?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: also they were trolling him really hard with like the slow motion and everything, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> production. That oh, was funny.
0: Yeah. So then Amir, after he steps on some shells, he gets himself together and he <laughs> decides to go take Jordan on a walk by the water. He talks about his playbook, is what he calls it, and to me it sounded pretty basic, <laughs> to, to be <laughs> honest. So he just he seems like he just tries he tries really hard. And I think that, like, even based on what he talked about in the first episode of growing up and not really being in relationships, it sounds like, or, like, not really having girls go for him, mm-hmm. like, now he still needs time to, like, mature into, like, actually being in, like, good relationships and not just, like, oh, these girls are attracting me from my body. Yeah. Kind of deal. So.
1: Well, he's having to really work to win Jordan over versus... I'm assuming most women are just like, oh, you're good looking. Yeah. Like that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. So, so it's probably good for him, like going through this experience, honestly, because he actually has to think through things mm-hmm. and stuff. So, put an effort. Um, and then they have a, they jump to this later, but I just put it in the same note that they have a conversation about sleeping with socks on. And he's surprised that Jordan sleeps with socks on. And I'm like, if your feet are cold, then why not? Right. <laughs>
1: Got my fluffy socks. Yeah, uh, I don't always. It's only when I'm cold that I put socks on.
0: Yeah, our two year old sleeps with socks on. He's so excited when he gets to put his socks on before bed. Oh, so.
1: that's mommy. Well, I read something one time that was like, always make sure their feet are warm. They'll sleep better. And so I put socks on him. <laughs> <laughs> so now yeah. he like wants to wear socks always. So
0: he's always all about it. Very well. I even put I put socks and, on him
1: at nap time too because I don't want him to be cold. Yeah, and he'll take them off if he doesn't want them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he normally will end up with all his clothes off if he doesn't want them. Oh my
1: gosh! Yes, that's a new thing. Uh, At least he's keeping his diaper on now.
0: Yeah, very true. Then Bria, 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 (laughs) (laughs) Bria. Oh my god! I love some Bria tacos. You do. You really do. Great times. Anyway, Bria tells Shanice. To go talk to Alex and confront him. But Mm -hmm. Shanice looks super uncomfortable. So I thought about the last episode with the whole Bria situation. And, like, even talking about, like, Shanice's body language and how she was when Bria was trying to have, like, this serious conversation with her. And I think that Shanice just doesn't handle or know how to handle conflict well. Yeah, I agree. I think she wants to be the fun one and would rather, like, go... Do anything else than mm-hmm. have, like, She's gonna run away from serious, confrontation, yeah, mm-hmm. a serious or hard conversation with someone. Yeah. Which you can look at, like, when Mariah and Bria were going at it, she was like, I'm just gonna leave with the guys because they're having a good time. So, um, like, let me go take my shots for Instagram, hop in the car, and like, go to where the fun is. So, mm-hmm. so then she finally sits on and talks to him and kind of is expressing how she felt about everything. And he's just kind of sitting there and not saying anything in response with.
1: She was bored. Edged. She was just like word vomiting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very
0: much so. Just laying it all out. Mm-hmm. And then we get from Alex in kind of a makeshift truth booth. And I put, what happened to that? It came back later. But- yeah, it That's <laughs> how so they read my mind. An article was sent to him the night before about Shanice. The headline says, Insecure actor, the show Insecure, shares his crazy breakup with ex girlfriend Shanice Jordan, who is stalking him. So, wild times, based on the headline. Mm-hmm. And the producer asks Shanice about the situation. And then we get a bunch of stuff from everybody. Yeah. From Shanice, from Jasmine, from Jordan. And so, basically, their take is the guy's lying being dramatic about everything and wants revenge because Shanice broke up with him. Yeah. I meant to go look more into this, but I didn't. Didn't care enough. And Shanice admits that she did call him a bunch of times. So Yeah,
1: she's like, I did some of those things. (laughs) Yeah. But she called him a bunch of times, which I'm like, who hasn't done that? Like, you're not going to answer. I'm going to call you a
0: bunch of times. Well, even Jasmine makes the point of like, if you don't pick up, it's just going to say you missed 18 calls. So, but then even... At that point, like, it, Shanice tells us that, like, he tried to get a restraining on her, but it was denied because he was still texting her. So, I don't know. It seems like it's, like, he's trying to stir up a bunch of drama. There's two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that, like, Alex should have just talked to her about it. I think it was, like, weird. I mean, he was saying that he just didn't want any of that vibe. But then I'm like, you just saw basically the headline of a situation and you aren't even willing to like discuss it with this girl. And you're just believing like this guy, you don't even know but this person who's right in front of you who could at least give you her side of the story. And even if you like don't want to like necessarily be close to her, I think that's one thing. But I think just to say like, Oh, I'm not going to deal with her at all. Like, maybe it's just because of the drama part of it, but at the same time, like, at least, like, get your story straight from her before you just kind of pass judgment is mm-hmm. my whole thing with it. So they seem to end the conversation. Shanice thinks is in a good spot. I don't feel like there was enough of a conversation. I don't feel like <laughs> so,
1: anything was resolved, but yeah. here we are.
0: She feels great because she was able to say her piece and... <laughs> She talked. He didn't say anything rude, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the resolution. here. He nodded his head. Yeah. So then a bunch of seagulls show up and they decide it's time to go. So someone said, called them something else. And I was like.
1: Oh, I missed Pers. that.
0: Yeah. When they left the beach.
1: No, I missed what they called it. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't yeah. catch
0: it. They called it something other than seagulls. And I was like, I think those are seagulls. But.
1: Maybe there's another term for them.
0: No, I was like another. Like a. Different bird. Oh, okay. All together.
1: Oh, they said geese. I thought they said geese. Oh, yeah,
0: it was geese. They didn't look like geese.
1: I don't remember. It was, it was like kind of like making a geese sound, though honking
0: like a a goose does. Seagulls make that that noise too. But yeah, (laughs) now I'm just going to be concerned because I feel like it was seagulls and they called it geese. And I was like, I felt like those were seagulls.
1: No, seagulls make like a higher sound. Than a, like a honk of a goose.
0: I didn't feel like they were honking. I'll have to go back and look. You will just have I'm to just go back and watch. By it. But, but then we're back to the house. Everyone's getting changed. And then we got a few people in the kitchen making dinner. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're making steak.
1: Amir is going to make the steak, yeah.
0: Yeah, vegetables like broccoli mainly. And then mac and cheese And Preston <laughs> is not about. How Amir is wanting to make mac and, oh my mac and gosh. cheese. Not about breadcrumbs and the mac and cheese. And uh, Amir mentioned Velveeta shells. No. Amir. So
1: Amir asked if Preston's mac and cheese was going to have breadcrumbs. And he says, no, I'm black.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and then he said that his grandmother's mac and cheese growing up was Velveeta shells. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so, yeah. I. I we mean, both of us is not uh, we're not really big fans of most mac and cheese anyway,
1: unless it's Animal Kingdom. Oh, what is that? What is that restaurant?
0: I don't remember the name of it. I just know they have really great food, and that like their mac Tusker, and cheese is like Tusker House. Yeah. Tusker
1: House's mac and cheese. If yeah. you Fantastic. are a, in Disney, <laughs> yeah,
0: it was like it. I was like wholly surprised that like it was, it was so as good, good. As it was. We tried like to make it. a copycat and. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't as great. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like there's one other place I've had good mac and cheese, but it doesn't doesn't happen very often. I don't like baked mac and cheese. I don't like most mac and cheese that like when you go to like events and stuff like that. I just don't even touch it because it looks dry. Yeah, I like. Or crusty.
1: I like my grandma's mac and cheese, but it's like in a crock pot. It's not baked. Yeah. I, you've probably never had it, but it's like it's probably because it's nostalgic, though. Probably. But I mean it's I don't good. Know if I would like it. But it's not baked or anything like that. Like
2: Yeah. I don't
0: know. Just.
1: We have talked about mac and cheese a lot in our marriage and I don't really know why. But we
0: have... <laughs> probably because we like don't like it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I don't like I wouldn't say that I don't like it. I think that I'm just like picky about it and
0: well, and the I mean the 6-year-old he he just loves oh like gosh. those freaking He just wants Kraft mac and cheese. Yeah, the like pop-top ones that the Easy mac. you get mm-hmm. from Walmart. He's and like you're yeah, like having yeah, the those most disgusting cups. thing. <laughs>
1: well, we went to a barbecue restaurant and he says he wants mac and cheese off the menu and I was like you don't you don't want mac. He's like no. yeah I want no you don't. I'm telling you right now. So I made him get chicken chicken fingers with a side of mac and cheese. Mhm. Hated the mac and cheese. No one ate the mac and cheese. <laughs> no. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, but, but we've been to a barbecue restaurant before and the same thing happened. He ordered yeah. the mac and cheese and then just stared at it because it was baked mac and cheese. Like yeah. you would get at a barbecue place. Yeah.
0: He had something else that was like a side and I feel like, I think I ate no, it.
1: No, it was the oldest got grits. Oh, and they yeah, were yeah. fantastic.
0: Christmas they
1: Christmas were good Christmas. grits. And he was like, I don't think I like them. They have something in them. I'm like, butter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just weird about <laughs> he eating wanted, food.
1: <laughs> he wanted like microwave grits. Yeah. Like,
0: gross. Yeah. We try to take them to like, <laughs> we're also not chain people at all. No. And so, I don't like, like
1: chain restaurants. They, except for like fast food chain restaurants.
0: Yeah. They go definitely. to a lot of like chains and stuff just like with their mom and her family. And I mean, like, if you like chains, that's whatever, but they we're like more on, places, like, the yeah. foodie side of like things. Like, the kids like this place. So, like, we are we will go to a local place in a heartbeat and are always looking for good local places. And try, so, yeah, new places. Yeah, uh-huh. so we try to take them to places like that, too. And there is a brunch place that we go to in town that they they've love. actually mm-hmm. come to enjoy. But, yeah, they're very much, like, just super basic with their I just want to go to
1: IHOP and get sprinkle pancakes. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, my God, like, I just want to. Drive my head through a wall.
1: When we were at Disney World, the six-year-old, every single meal, he got chicken tenders. I was like, okay, well, you're just going to (laughs) live off chicken tenders. (laughs) Like, they have a hamburger or grilled cheese or chicken tenders. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can have chicken
0: tenders. He at least is better about, like, knowing what he wants now. And, like, a few years ago, like, he would only get what his brother got. Like, the oldest would get a hamburger hamburger. Mm -hmm. with ketchup. And that would be it. And then we went to some restaurant and the six-year-old was also like, I mean, he was like four at the time, but he Mm -hmm. was like, I want to also get a hamburger with ketchup. And it's like, okay, we'll get you that. And didn't want it.
1: No, he was like, what is that, chef? I was like, the hamburger? (laughs)
0: Yeah, it had like (laughs) char or something on it.
1: (laughs) No, he wanted to know what like the meat was. Like he was so confused. And I'm like, okay, from now on, I just, I know you don't like hamburgers. And he doesn't really like hot dogs, but he likes corn dogs. Like, you just learn those kind yeah. of things. we are like, no, you don't want that. I'm telling you, just trust me. It's not going to be what you have in mind <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's not.
0: Food is a struggle for that one. He He's yeah. also one that will, like, try to wait you out at the table to not eat something. So we've implemented a rule of, like, well, for him, I'll set a timer. And mm-hmm. that normally seems to work. But we've also done to where, like, if you put it on your plate, you have to eat it. So
1: Yeah, like self-serve. Yeah. So mm-hmm.
0: that seems to help as well. Like if it if you put it on there that's like in agreement saying like I'm going to do this thing. So
1: Yeah. And he will load up. He'll like put a bunch of mashed potatoes on his <laughs> plate. I'm like, You don't like mashed potatoes. <laughs> like, but now you're gonna eat them. You put all them all on your plate. Yeah. And it's not that he's full and we're making him eat. It's that he's doesn't wanna eat
0: the like pepper Yeah, he honest. wants to get to the sweets he yeah wants all the can I sweets. have a
1: cookie no
0: <laughs> I think I'm hungry can I get a cookie yeah. no,
1: always, I think I want a snack can I have a fruit roll up yeah no pick have some crackers yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm like there's bananas um I think I'll just have some water <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh like, okay.
0: anyway He's we funny. digress our freaking yeah. kids we've talked about them for 10 minutes um <laughs> So we're back and to mac the, and yeah, and mac, freaking mac and cheese. So yeah, after that, Amir and Jordan are like flirting hardcore in the kitchen.
1: I think they were flirting on the beach too. So
0: yeah, well, Jordan's like, you know, giving him a little bit more uh, at this point. Mm-hmm, and, like even mm-hmm. on the beach, back to that, like they look back and he's like, "Oh, did you want to go back over there?" And she's like, "No, I like him more over here." So like, she's kind of giving Amir more of a chance, I think. Yeah, at least like, show, not give him the cold shoulder on every idea he has. So then Nick is on the couch texting Mr. Girl and Alex is working out, I think, or something again. So <laughs> it's dinner time. Everyone is making fun of Silas <laughs> and his uh, screaming, Baby uh, throughout oh the house. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Uh, well it
1: was what go back going back to our kids. One time the the six year old was like why do you always call daddy babe? You say babe (laughs) when you're talking about daddy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I mean, I do. I really do. It was funny. Uh, I was like, he was like, why don't you ever say his name? (laughs) (laughs) And I had to explain that. It's like a term of endearment saying that I love him. I'm I'm using that in place of his name.
0: Yeah, I feel like it'd be like we only call each other's names just to like, if we really need to get each other's attention about something. Yeah. But other than that, like, it's not really often we call each other by our names. So No. (laughs) So that was pretty funny moment there. They're talking about their plans for, I guess at some point, maybe the next night, they're going to have like a guys and girls night, Mm -hmm. which probably good that they're taking the night off since. Yeah. The last couple nights have been a little wild. Um, They're just
1: having a little night in.
0: Yeah. So Jordan makes a dig at Salas about his 3 or 4 a.m. comment, (laughs) which uh, stirs the pot. Yeah. And Shanice jumps in. So it's probably good that Shanice is there and she mentions that they met and worked at the Playboy Club. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So
1: you know, like, you knew what you were getting into. Yeah.
0: And the interesting thing is, like, he says that he surprised, a, like, Jasmine around her friends surprises him because they were together during the pandemic. So, this was an interesting point, like, for him to make because, like, they're talking about all these things and, like, just about Jasmine in general and, like, things she's done, stories and all of this, and he just hasn't seen, didn't get to see that side of her at all because everybody was locked down. Yeah. So... And then he makes a big deal about free guys, from free guys, free drinks from guys. And
1: just the look on his face. I was like, I'm yeah. kind of scared.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was, I feel like to it pay was for her drinks. Yeah. I'm like, okay. it felt a little over the top to me. Mm-hmm. Just like, because he was like, oh, you just don't know the intentions these guys are going to have. And. I guess it's just this whole hero. Their
1: intentions are not her problem.
0: Right. A free drink? Great.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: This hero complex that he has about everything of like, oh, I got to be your savior and like Mm -hmm. protect you from the big bad world out there and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, she's a smart woman and like, she has existed and and,
1: like lived without you for a long time. Yeah. And she can still do that.
0: Been in situations and known like that guys don't have pure intentions and like she can take free drinks if she wants to and tell the guy that that's all she's taking so so I just think like he's being really dramatic in my opinion about the free drinks thing because I would take a free drink so if someone's offering it to me but Shanice brings up a story about Jasmine getting blackout drunk at work and getting fired from the Playboy Club (laughs) pre-Silas. So, this is a pretty crazy story. Wow. And yeah, Silas is just not, he just seems to be all kinds of confused and not really about the conversation at all and stuff. So, after dinner, it looks like Silas and Jasmine get ready for bed. So,
1: yeah, they go um, to bed and they don't have a sheet on their bed. They have like a mattress cover, but I'm like, where's your sheet?
0: Yeah. Well, they probably stained it up all the. Yeah. They had, having, no. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: had to wash it. It wasn't clean yet. Yeah. <laughs> it was mixed in with the dog towels. Yeah. But and she got clean.
0: like her eye mask out and everything. So they're like going to bed. Going, and going to bed. bed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that would be, be me. Like, all right. See y'all later. going to read my book for a little you bit. You would have been in bed way before this. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is after dinner. So they had dinner oh, and like, okay. talked for a little bit. So. Okay. Yeah, so everyone is talking about how Jasmine is different after Silas. This is back downstairs, Mm -hmm. and that he needs to realize who she really is and who she was pre stay at home wife slash pre pandemic. And we get Jasmine in the truth booth. It came back, (laughs) and she says marriage is bittersweet, and doing marriage for decades after decades scares her. So seems like
1: it shouldn't be scary if you're like with the right person not saying that they're not i'm just meaning if you're like for me i haven't changed who i am to be married to you
0: right well i think that's a big thing is like we just continued our life after we got married just together yeah like we went up to the courthouse it was a great day like we planned it out and like i mean the ceremony quote-unquote took all of 15 minutes Mm -hmm. but but we went and took pictures and had lunch and Went on a trip and all of that, but yeah, like we, when we got back, it was just like, we're just living, like we're living in the same house. We're continuing to do all the same things that we already did. Yeah.
1: And, and we got married during the pandemic, so. Yeah.
0: And we like had the same like circle of friends and stuff like that too. So I feel like that's probably a big thing here is like when Jasmine is around her friend's like with Silas and also Silas is around Jasmine with her friends and both of them are experiencing kind of a tension of like, Oh, I haven't seen this side of you because we haven't been in this kind of situation before. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that she's kind of seeing like, it's hard when you see like what was in a way and like for her, it's probably like, Oh, that all that was exciting. And I don't feel like I can do any of that anymore. So then, like, thinking about, like, in a way, way like, the monotonous parts of marriage. Because it's, you know, in some ways it does become a routine. we just like, oh, this is what we do. Like, yeah. but you can look at it as, like, this is how we live our lives. Or you can look at it as, oh, this is it. And well, so, I think
1: she's not able to fully be herself. and I think that's the problem. Yeah. Like, she needs an outlet. Yeah. And it's not just being a stay-at-home wife.
0: Right. And... Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of, like, guardrails Silas is mm-hmm. putting around her because he thinks that he needs to protect her from things or, like, he needs to, like, take control or he needs to be, like, her guiding light, you know, in mm-hmm. a way and stuff instead of just being her husband yeah, and partner and things. So, yeah.
1: Preston says that, like, they ask him if they, if he's seen a big difference in Silas since he's gotten married, and he says no. But the yep. girls that say, like, that they have seen a big difference in Jordan. Yeah. I'm sorry, in Jasmine. Yeah, I'm with you. Too many J names <laughs> in Jasmine. And one of them says, can we only go to tea parties?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like, funny. they don't
1: want to do those things. Like, her, her friends don't want to do married people things because they're not married. They're yeah. Well, even on, single.
0: like, on the way there, like, Jordan and Shanice, was it Jordan? Yeah, I think Jordan and Shanice were talking on in the, the car. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, like, they talked about how she can be kind of better cracker-ish now mm-hmm. and stuff, too. So, probably a big contrast to what they're used to and just the stage of life, like, mm-hmm. that Jordan and Shanice are in, I think, right now and stuff, too. Like, Jordan's really trying to figure out relationships and like really coming into herself and Shanice she's just it looks like she's trying to work and like you know get her like career and stuff in place and then just have a good time and everything and like Jasmine's married and and it sounds like Silas is there's just a butting of heads happening in a way that they probably don't even realize and since they haven't been married for that long like they're now on this trip together and all this stuff is kind of coming out because they're around a lot of different personalities and probably having to have some hard conversations so Mm -hmm. yeah so then nick drops the bomb that he's got a girlfriend in new york (laughs) so just (laughs) out of nowhere Um, well
1: yeah like he's he's seeing someone and they ask if it's his girlfriend and he says yeah yeah.
0: i mean he was he was a bit hesitant when did this
1: become your girlfriend this escalated very quickly
0: I'm confused. So the episode pretty much ends with all the girls are hella confused because he was in all of their DMs. Yep. (laughs) So, and I feel like the women all shut him down. So, of course, he's going to act, not going to act interested now. Yeah. And the interesting, I mean, with Shanice saying that Nick told her that he wanted to marry her and calls him an F-boy. Which is, like, I think that, like, even in the two episodes before this, like, when Jordan showed up, he was talking about how he was interested in her and wanted to see where that went and it fizzled didn't go anywhere because Amir is, like, kind of taking the reins on that one and then Shanice showed up and he tried to act like she, he wasn't attracted to her at all so, now he's got a girlfriend and <laughs> it's yeah. like, you obviously didn't just get this girlfriend. Yeah, it's so. weird. So definitely need more information on that and, probably isn't going to end well for him. So, we get the next on and we see... Looks like it's going to be crazy. Yeah, Summer and Jason, two new friends are going to show up. We get a toga night. Amir is crying. That's what I put down. (laughs) He was was like balling his face off. Uh, I missed that. And then Simon drama. Lots of Simon drama. So, yeah. Great episode
1: packed full stuff yeah packed full
0: a lot's going on i mean started out just wild mm-hmm. and,
1: and it didn't really stop
0: yeah so we talked about it kind of offline but the episodes are just so much m- more structured and better edited than the big d i feel like the big d is like a i get mine's a spaghetti I'm just trying to keep up with yeah
1: well like i said like on. this is a bravo show it has a formula. Yeah. Like it's following the formula of Summer House. Yeah. And Bravo also knows how to do a reality TV show. Yeah. And The Big D is a new show. And the formula is very just.
0: Well, and another, a different network took it over, but it just so choppy and it's just a lot. But anyway, yeah. we'll be but we'll covering-, covering that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be covering that next. We're going to keep watching it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, uh, I still want to know what happens. Yeah still a lot of good drama in it but it's, it doesn't make sense half the time but yeah. yeah excited to continue to see where this season goes and especially knowing they're going to have another season
1: yeah we'll see if it's the same cast or if like i mean i'm sure some of it will be the same but yeah. normally they kind of bring in new people so yeah we shall see if that kind of information comes out we'll talk about it
0: yeah and i think it's like it's good for Probably even possible crossovers and stuff later on. So. I mean,
1: I've seen pictures of people from, like, the original Summer House and Summer House Martha's Vineyard, like, hanging out. Not that there's going to be a crossover. I'm just saying, like,
0: there is. Well, I think that the original Summer House, they need to continue to add, actually add diversity uh, yeah. to it. So, hopefully 100%. this brings in Especially because
1: some of the people that that they have brought in like throughout the years haven't stuck like Mm -hmm. the friendships haven't been real that then they continue on or that person whoever they brought on their schedule didn't work out they couldn't do it anymore so there just needs to be yeah like more intention around diversity
0: yeah and I just want like it I think this show is doing a great job of showing like all these people are professionals Mm -hmm. and entrepreneurs and like they like I think people almost have this stigma around black people that they need to act a certain way or be a certain way or like have a certain personality like in some ways like I feel like the stereotypical person on a reality TV show is like a Phil you know they're going to come in cause chaos and Phil get reminded me out. of Fresh Prince
1: <laughs> when he like first yeah. gets there and he's yeah. just kind of wilding out and stuff Yeah,
0: know? and seeing like no, these people are smart. They're put together. They have their own careers and their lives and like they can be very much as put together or as dramatic as like anybody else on reality TV and like have a successful show as well um that isn't just in like this niche side of things. So Yeah, so I like it. I think it's a good But that's all I, I agree. Got.
1: But for now, it's bedtime.
0: Thanks everyone for listening. We are always excited to be here and talking about these shows. Make sure as you subscribe, rate, review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> Go to reality, t- reality TV, realityafterbedtime.com if you'd like more information. And we'll see you next time. Bye, Bye
1: everybody. Boys.